this is the Borealis Experience. I'm your host Aurora and I hope you're doing well. I just had a huge glass of water so if you notice that you haven't been drinking enough water today pause me and just have a little bit of water now. All right this is episode 17. Yesterday I talked about what you can expect when you choose to grow, uh, namely that it's not always going to be easy. You might go through really rocky um, phases, uh, chaotic phases. And also growth doesn't mean that you will never ever encounter difficult situations anymore or feel strong emotions and yesterday was also about keeping the big picture in mind going into birds perspective and observing your behavior and how it might affect your relationships and that when we are trying to force something when we're too focused on something and blend no, you don't say blend in English, but when you um, forget everything around you, then you can get in a very um, uncomfortable, you can send out a very uncomfortable vibe to your surroundings and shut people out. And that's really harmful for you. So today I want to talk about friendship. So we cover the relationship part of our well-being. And if you look at your friendships, if you look at what happened over the last couple of months, can you say that you are a good friend? The reason I want to post this episode today is because... I feel during COVID we had to isolate, we had to push people away if we were um, abiding to the rules <clears throat> or if we were not conforming, then people pushed us away and maybe there were times where you asked yourself, is this a real friend? Can I really count on the people that I trusted for so long or is it all falling apart now? And in those times where we feel lonely, uncertain, um, isolated, I feel it's most important to ask yourself how you are showing up. Because we can change others. We can maybe influence them a little bit but we can't make them want to be our friend. We can't make them uh, be there all the time. What you have to realize is that you can take charge of how you show up in the world, the energy you put out into that universe, and take charge of that, and in doing so, changing your relationships. So this is why... This episode today is very dear to me because COVID was very disruptive, um, challenged us on many, many levels 
And I feel on personal levels especially. So when you look at friendship, what is friendship? Um, for me, friendship is the base of everything. When you look at your parents, um, now you are in your 20s, your 30s, you still see them as your parents and you maybe take advice from them. But you can also see them as a friend. Um, look at your aunt and uncle, your grandma, your grandpa. If you don't have family around you, then look at the grocery clerk or the postman or um, people that you turned into your family. Um, friendship for me is the least dramatic connection you can have as a human being. Of course, you can have drama and fights and nasty times with your friends, but there's not that... Um, There's not these ultra-high expectations involved um, when you think about friendships. There's no future wedding. There's no parents who want to force you into something. Um, there's no so, so society, no suicidal expectations. Um, so friendship is supposed to be a very light and strong bond at the same time. Um, with a friend you share secrets, uh, deep shame or insecurities. They usually open up a new world to you because, yeah, you might have similar hobbies or something, but they might have different views, different tastes, where you can just open up to and explore new views um, of the world. Uh, your friend can excite you about new things or just their energy is awesome to be around. They are supportive in tough times but also can cheer for you when you are successful and really happy and content. And um, You bond with a friend on many, many levels and you can have discussions uh, and arguments with them and know that you can trust them, um, that they have your back, uh, that they will listen to you and you will listen to them. A friend can also be protective. I remember I have uh, girlfriends in Germany and physically they're way smaller and petite than me. And every time we went out um, for dancing and a guy was hitting on them and I could see that they didn't want to be hit on, then I just invented some story to save them <laughs> out of an uncomfortable situation. So another very important part of friendship is boundaries. Um, they respect your boundaries. They support your dreams And they want you to be independent. There's um, excitement about doing things together and, and spending time together. But there's also emphasis on independence and you growing, and them growing at the same time. So let's go deeper. Think about your best friends here 
the people you spent most time with, do you truly listen to them or do you wait your turn when it comes to conversations? Uh, listening is such a precious skill to have because you can learn a lot intellectually. You learn a lot about another person which builds trust. A lot of people who come to me, um, a lot of friends who, who have been single and unhappy um, and now ha in happy relationships, I was able to observe from the outside that they, over time, learned to listen. Because trust can be built when you listen. And if you can't trust a person when you listen to them, then you should just move on. But when you truly listen, read their body language um, without adding what you want them to be, then you can get very, very precious information um, about them to build trust. So when do we start distorting reality and turn a friend into yeah, a source of love and attention for our needs rather than seeing them for who they really are? I can't really answer that question, but I find it very, very important to ask. What purpose do you expect your friend to fulfill in your life? Why do you have that person in your life? And have you noticed maybe that there's parts in them that scare you, that you don't like about them, that challenge you on some level, that you don't want to see about them so you try to, yeah, put an emphasis on something else. I will come up uh, with an example just now. So let's say your friend is extroverted and loves to go out. And this is, of course, post-COVID times or pre-COVID times, better to say. And is kind of a social butterfly and enjoys uh, feeling new energies and exploring and being adventurous. And you are more of an introvert and insecure and don't really like to go out. You like to be at home. But you're really inspired and attracted to that outgoing side of your friend. Now, of course... Over time, maybe you will feel uncomfortable doing those things with your friend, like going out. And you will try to, I don't want to say in a, put them in a small box, but drag them into your world, into your um, little cave there that you built yourself to feel secure. Now... From an outsider, it's really easy to see that this person is going to either break out and escape, find space, or they will come into your little cave but start losing their shine and, and doing so also losing your interest and respect a little bit. Um, 
So that is one small example I want to put out here is that if you notice that your friend is better at something with you, can you be happy for that person and also see it as a way to grow? Or are you trying to manipulate yourself and that other person around your pain in order to not feel challenged and in doing so limiting yourself of growth how open can you be when your friend is exposing you to something new and then love languages there's a beautiful book that i highly recommend i will also put it into the show notes with the author because i forgot the author's name It's called Five Love Languages. And in this book, he explored on which levels people uh, re receive love. So there's physical touch, there's words of affirmation, there's gifts, there's acts of um, kindness or service. And the fifth one, I forgot <laughs> I will put them into the show notes and it's not really relevant right now um, but one example I want to give you here is for instance if your friend is into quality time so they love spending time with you as much as they can but you're more of a independent person and for you um buying someone a gift crafting someone a gift is the ultimate language of love so you keep throwing those gifts at them and they receive them and are grateful but don't really don't really feel understood um it is really hard to put into words but maybe if I put that image out for you then you can maybe notice um, that you have been in a situation similar situation before um, there's other things like in romantic relationships for instance it's easier to see when someone is very into physical touch and needs kissing and hugging and everything um that involves uh, coziness, physical coziness on a daily basis. And the other person receives love through gifts and they're not much into physical touch. They'd rather um, receive gifts from you but have their freedom and space. Um, they love you just as much as you love them but they receive love on a different frequency if you want to see it that way like a we're all little radio stations and if you want to connect with someone deeply then you have to listen to that person and tune into that frequency and the art is without losing yourself at the same time um I will go deeper into that at later stages. Um, of course, you want to be seen as who you are and you don't want to totally give yourself up, right? You want the other person to see you as who you are 
and be treated but you might miss out on very magical insights if you just make it about you and how you think that other person receives love then when it comes to being a good friend and good person out there in society um, are you conscious of what energy you bring into your relationships so there's people who for instance stay on the news 24 7 um, updated I meant and um, soak everything in are very active on social media soak all the news in and whenever you meet that person they unload everything on you be it good or bad you totally receive all that energy that they soaked up for so long and maybe that's not what you want to receive in that moment so maybe you can be conscious of the next couple of times you meet up or talk to a friend or a relative or an acquaintance and see what kind of energy are you bringing to the table are you complaining are you sad about some something that happened in the world that you can't change any way um, are you upset are you powerless and just notice how the other person is receiving that energy and then make changes in the future so if you notice now oh shit like i've been complaining about my relationship for the last three months and i can really see and read now in my friend's body language that she's overwhelmed and listening to all of that and she even gave up giving me advice because she doesn't know how to help me or Do you keep sharing stuff that they're not really interested anymore or have never been? So it is just about noticing what do you put out there and how do people react to that? It's really interesting to see. And um, then at the same time, do you overshare or are you a very secretive person? Do you make other people talk and are you more of a yeah introvert when it comes to information to you and that's also a very hard thing because how can people learn and trust you if you don't open up about vulnerable stuff if you don't share with them what scares you and what what excites you um, if you only there for the other person Uh, to soak up their energy but you don't really share yours um, do you have strong opinions that turn people off um, I feel during uh, COVID now and even previously there were a lot of people out there on Facebook expressing their opinions and I think it's good I think it's a beautiful thing to to finally hear people talk but it shouldn't be to a point where um, it is all or nothing black or white and that we don't try and understand the other person anymore that's when we turn people like really off and, and don't want to listen to them anymore when we feel they're just monologue in a way and don't 
even care about our um, stance on that. So you might be intimidating your people or unconsciously push them away and you don't even see it because you feel you're just expressing yourself but at the same time you make that other person feel really shitty and not heard and seen at all. And then a very important thing too is how do you set boundaries and how do you respect boundaries from others? Um, time is a very uh, important or interesting thing when you look at people who meet up with friends and can spend five hours with them and the other person has friends where they just meet for half an hour coffees and then they vanish off into their life again and you don't really know what they're doing so if you have a friend who whose attention span is very short then you can communicate to that to them and they might tell you well yeah I get overwhelmed I need more time with myself than with other people and I have to recharge my batteries they feel depleted right now how do you react when a person sets a boundary and really does it in a loving warm way does it trigger you does it make you feel scared and then what about you how do you set boundaries do you have boundaries at all uh, are you running around serving other people and totally neglecting yourself do you have boundaries with yourself where you know now i have to stop giving and have to start um, putting energy into myself so boundaries and how we communicate needs are going to be very big topics i want to talk about because i feel the really juicy good relationships are based on respect and genuine curiosity and boundaries and expressing needs falls under respect and how much do we respect the others how much do we feel respected wonderful thank you so much for listening today i'm very excited to be out there tomorrow again i might be posting a meditation later on Ah, uh, thank you for being here, spending time with me. Bis bald, Aurora.